Hello, hello. Good afternoon, you filthy animals. <laughs> right. <laughs> Alright, so this week the guest I actually had planned was sick, wasn't able to make it, so there wasn't going to be an episode. But then, Brian Durstein, check that one out, we'll talk about it in a little bit, was able to come in on Saturday. And so I decided why not post this one immediately right after we did it so yeah he left like literally a few minutes ago and it was a great episode the main reason i had him on here is just to talk about like how creative he is at getting like odd jobs like the man always has like some wild stories of adventures and things that he's doing and stuff that he's found and like we're talking about you need to put on gloves if you're gonna be messing with these kind of things like it's it's got a lot of interesting stories. And then I figured, you know, we have good conversations, so why not? Why not just have them on the podcast? And boom, that's exactly what we did. Popped in. It was a long conversation, and it was like boom, bam, in and out. It was good. He brought beers. It was awesome. Thank you to him for that. And it was just a fun conversation. I think you'd be surprised about all the cool stuff that A, he's working on now. Like, what? Fossils? What is that? That's crazy. What? What? And then, you know, just the underlying kind of philosophical stuff that we talk about, um, which was going on with the world and not necessarily politics, but how, like, we just operate as a human society these days. It was cool. It was a really good conversation. We bounced around a lot, but it was fun. And I hope you enjoy it. Also, this episode is brought to you by Oak Road Brewery, where you should go and live your best lager life. This week, we just came out with a new beer. Uh, <laughs> I almost said the one that we just ran out of, but instead, this one is Fuzzy Little Man Beach. Right? <laughs> Fuzzy Little Man Beach. <laughs> So you should go try that as a per, not a perch. It is definitely not a perch. Uh, it is a peach Berliner Weiss, and it is delicious. So much peach flavor. It's, I can't, it's so good. It's like drinking juice almost, but it's beer. It's win-win happy situation, Oak Road Brewery. Enjoy the episode. Jim, it's just like I said, Jimmy Jim. It's like I said, just stop sucking so much. Cause you suck, Jimmy. All right. I usually have a different set of headphones. These are for like uh, people with big brains. Yeah, you filled it out. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, man, I haven't done an episode in a couple weeks now. No? Now, well, not with the guest. The last one I did was just myself 
talking. Yeah, I'm due for my uh, trip to Savannah this week, so I catch up on everything. Hell yeah. Yeah, that's like, it keeps me, because who wants to listen to the radio news? I'll listen oh, to things yeah. I like to listen to. Um, that's like the, when you did, when you had Birch on. Yeah. Uh, that, that was my, I was, uh, I'm driving a two-lane, the access road next to I-95, and at points I'm like, blah. Uh, if someone had seen me, they would, they would have been like, <laughs> This man has lost his mind. <laughs> I often think about that. How many people actually are like watching other people? Because I kind of do that sometimes mm-hmm. when I drive around. Like I want to catch someone singing weird in their car or something Absolutely. like that. It's, it's a good show. I know I was worse about it when I had my Jeep because um, I'd have the doors da- off, the top off, and I didn't care because well, there's no hiding. You're 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 up there and you're, you're just out in the open. You might as well play the freak that you are. Yeah, um, fair but, point. But yeah. I'll have to, like I said, I'll catch up this week on everybody. I think I listened to The Last Women in Brewing um, when they had Joe Cunningham's soon-to-be ex-wife on. Yeah. Yeah, that was a little, um, that was entertaining. Um, Different, though. Yep. They have have found their realm of guests. (laughs) (laughs) There's a seismograph there. Oh, dude, good point. But I'm sure the same thing with you. I mean, I know when you work with Richard... Oh, or, yeah. or someone else you're really familiar with, things flow easier. Birch, Birch sounded like it was a just an easy show. I mean, definitely. Yeah, but, but she did. is full of stories, <laughs> and so are you. Which is ultimately the number one reason why I asked you to be on here. And a lot of times when I have good conversations with people, that's more of what I, I kind of focus on, and then we can just make up whatever the episode will be about. Cool. Uh, my favorite thing is to talk to what people are passionate about. Um, unless there's already something else that I have noticed beforehand that I want to throw in differently. Um, so I guess I should introduce you before we get too far into it. All right, rolling. And the greatest part about this is I forgot how to say your last name again. <laughs> That's literally the biggest like frustration in my life. And I tell this to everyone all the time. Like, guys, we've been saying his last name wrong for years. And they're like, what? What do you mean? No, it's just like this. I'm like, no, we've been saying Durston, and it's not. It's actually Durstein. Durstein. Just think Beerstein. I'm the guy behind the bar handing them out. It works. Brian Deer- Durstein. Durstein. God yep. damn it. See? I just stumbled no, right over Beerstein, my side. I, I tripped you up. You did. That's okay. I feel like we should legally just change it from now on just straight to Beerstein. It might actually work. I mean, there was points where I was just going to drop the last name and become Brian Lee, Bruce Lee's fat brother. Um, <laughs> but, you know, there was a... <laughs> I want to see you the, in the outfit. <laughs> yeah. I actually do have the key. Or I did at one point. And, dude. Um probably 80 pounds ago but um yeah i stepped on the scale for the first time this week and no 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 um <laughs> i hate doctors hey me too man he went in visited once he's like you want to set up your next year appointment i go call you next year <laughs> <laughs> that's how i feel about a lot of things yeah there's it's kind of weird i always tell people this i feel that as they change the insurance thing mm-hmm your life had to like take up this block of time to go deal with things that you didn't have to deal with before. Was it meant as a distraction or was it just a natural course of things? But, and I was, I was always one of those people who went, well, I don't have insurance. Yeah. I'm not going to deal with this. And I snuck under the wire every time on the tax thing. So I was like, okay. Um, 
I'm not going to deal with it. Until I get to the hospital and rack up thousands of dollars in bills, which I did. Um, but it's... I, I feel like we've got so many distractions now mm-hmm. that you don't get to concentrate on what is what you want in your life. And so when you cut off things like that, I'm all for it. I just think there, you have to be straight line on what you want. Yeah. And, well, all the distractions that are there, screw that. Nah. And especially government mandated distractions. They, <laughs> no, it's not my not my cup of tea. Uh, just putting it so nicely. <laughs> well, I'll try to keep it PG thirteen ish. Fair <laughs> enough. You can lay into as much as you want. Uh, cool. But like I said, you know, you're doing this with, with Satan. So. Well, yeah, no, yeah, it's a hey, and like you said, um, there's an opening there. We'll we'll we'll, we'll roll with it. Oh yeah, I don't have a problem at all. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> this is my, this is my lunch break slash time to sit down and have a beer with Caleb. I'm, you know, good. Hell yeah, man! I'm excited. Um, for those who obviously don't know us, dude, how long have we known each other? Like what? Four, four years. Four years. Yeah. And rolling. Yeah, because you have been a beer tender up at Oak Road. Oh. Four years in June. Yeah. Do you prefer bartender? Nah. I, Does it not matter? I, I think I, I think I put it on the sign as slinger. Um, oh, that's nice. Yeah, beer slinger. That is like especially when the country, flair? especially when the country acts come in. That's like <laughs> you know, I feel that makes them feel more comfortable and me, you know. But uh, no, it's. I mean, I played bartender for once in my life, mm-hmm. and I worked at. This is my second brewery, so it's yeah. kind of cool, you know, and it's fun. And then I come into the coffee shop every so often when you were still there in your corner cube. Yeah, I check in and go, yo, what's going on? Because you had some interesting stuff going on there. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's very true. It was an interesting studio situation. That was that one tough point. on you. It had to be tough on you because of the interruptions. Um, yes and no. I think before I got into the studio, I had uh, I put myself to like six months of like no drinking or anything like that. So my, all my social interactions plummeted. So. Christmas and New Year's was the end of that little resolution work on myself, uh, mental health thing. And so going in January is when I started building the studio. And so I was starving for more social interaction. So it didn't bother me. And the fact that I was able just to be there working, I would just do it all the time. Obviously, the, the glamour of it wore off eventually as I got more like back into the regular swing of things. Um, so yeah, I would say yes and no. In the beginning, it was easy to get distracted, but I liked it. And towards the end, I definitely kept my door shut shut way more often. Yeah, I saw that. I saw I saw the late night hours burn a little more. Oh yeah, um, yeah. The, the light glowing as we exited the brewery. I'm like, ah, Caleb's still in. <laughs> Not going to knock on the window. That'd be a bad idea. Um, <laughs> oh dude, yeah. I've definitely been scared many times, especially when I forget the windows open. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's because I'll just put music on it, and I don't hear, like, the outside noise. One time, Richard popped his head in through the window and scared oh, the shit Lord. out of me. <laughs> yeah. And and it's not that you don't recognize his voice. It's just the fact that you're not expecting it. Yeah, look, you shouldn't be inside. I don't remember letting you in. What? I know. Um, I've, I've, uh, the guy that cooks next door. Now his, now his name slipped me. Nick. Yeah. I know I've caught him off guard a couple mm-hmm. times at night because he's always in there burning the midnight oil. Dude, and, always. And I'm like, he'll come out and he'll be doing something or like looking at his phone as he's getting something out of the truck. I'm like, 
Nick, what's going on? And I'm throwing stuff in the dumpster, so I'm already making a rattle. And yeah, and he's like, it's all good, man. I'm busy. I'm like, that's what life's about, man. If you're hauling it, it's a continual thing. And mm-hmm. he, he's chasing it. I mean, that man, his hours that he keeps, that's not cra- That's not right. I mean, oh, it's insane. I say, I say that. Yeah. I mean, I've gotten better since I've been married. Hey, man, that's good. Look at you. Like, there's an actual sleep schedule. <laughs> um, and of course, we throw that out the window today. Today is burn it all down. Um, my my end game this evening. If I don't go to see Dave Tui play at Rockefellers, I will be in my backyard with a fire burning, sorting through buckets of fossils. Oh, what? Yeah, yeah. That's my like like Fuck. end game. God damn it. <laughs> Um, well, there'll be beer involved and, you know, there's a fire, so it'll be comfy. But, um, the, the job that I'm doing right now, man passed away, Carrie hooked me up with this woman because it's her father, but she lives in Tampa area, I believe right now and started messaging back and forth and the family went through, took everything they wanted. And I was like, okay, here's my price. This is what I'll do. I'll cleanse it. Right now, everything but the garage and the uh, backyard are done. Wow. I worked everything this week. I have three nights at the brewery, four days on my regular job, and somehow we're on top of it. Um, wow. Truckload of trash to get rid of. <laughs> <laughs> hey, on top of it, though. Yeah. Um, like I said, the garage looks like a bomb went off. Cool stuff, though. And the fossil thing, um, when I walked in to like, introduce myself and tell them what I did and kind of reassure them that don't worry about it. Whatever you leave short of putting holes in the wall, I can't help you there. Um, I will cleanse the house like top to bottom. That house Mm -hmm. is bare carpet, bare floor, vacuumed, swept. It looks like you could almost move in except for the damage the previous owner did. Right. Um, but when I walked in, I could see the fossils everywhere. And this is so crazy, like megalodon teeth. What? I saw pieces of vertebrae, and I thought, okay, this is really cool. And I told the guy, I said, listen, if, if you leave stuff, I can sell. Well, they didn't really do that. They left stuff, I have to research. Mm. The buckets of fossils they left are not the greatest uh, specimens, mm-hmm. but with my friends at Vintage Vibes on Maine, I can make nice jars of these great display pieces and just market them out. Yeah, so, dude. That's and, genius. And it'll be fun to look through them because, I mean, um, I don't know if you... Did you know Tony Davis? Mm-mm. I feel like I wanted to, though. Tony and Ann used to come into the brewery all the time. Miss Ann, since Tony passed away last year, hmm. haven't seen her, love her to death. She's still continuing the fossil thing, but Tony took me on a... They, they both took me on a fossil hunt. What? Locally? At, well, yeah, locally. Like, you weren't <laughs> supposed to be where we were at. <laughs> oh. And, those and, are the best. Yeah, Tony's like, hey, if you see somebody, beat feet. You know where the vehicle is. I'm like, Holy shit. gotcha, brother. Um, and but we went into this pit, and he showed me where they had taken out, like, a 10-foot fossilized gator specimen. What? And he's just like, look around. Well, I went in with like fatigues with the deep pockets I ended up busting my belt because oh I had so much God. weight in my pants 
And uh, I've had this kid in the candy store look the entire time. Dude, I bet. And I said to him, I said, you know, as a child in Pennsylvania, we would go to the coal fields up in Tamaqua, and you could dig through the slag piles and chip pieces of slag and find these great fern fossils. Oh, that's so cool. Matter of fact, I want to take a week and do that this summer. Shh. Um, <laughs> but, uh, and then there's a paperweight on my desk, and it looks like this, just a, a rock, a domed rock. Mm-hmm. My dad pulled it off of a lake. He was fishing up in Canada, thought he had a fish, pulls this rock up, and it's hollowed out inside. And it's got, I believe it's a trilobite fossil inside. What? That's so cool. And I'm like, this thing will never leave me. I, I've had people offer me money for it. And even Tony, Tony's like, what do you want for it? I go, nah, man, it's, it came from my dad. I said, that's like one of those things that, um, you know, it, it could hold down papers for the rest of its life mm-hmm. while I'm here. And I'm happy. Maybe someday it'll kill an intruder. I don't know. You know, it, it has uh, has multiple possibilities, but it's so cool to look at and show to people and go, the story behind this is just phenomenal. Dude. Because it looks like, you know what a geode is? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It looks like the, the bomb half of a geode. Okay. Except, well, that bomb half has a fossil from so far back that... It might be worth more than the geode. I don't know. Man, um, yeah, no kidding. And it's just kind of wild. But yeah, Tony got me back into my mindset, and Miss Ann's still doing the fossils. And I'm just like, but that day, I mean, I broke my belt. I tied <laughs> things off. Matter of fact, the next time Tony and Ann came in, I gave them backpacks. I said, listen, you ever take me? I said, I already have mine. Here's one for each of you. <laughs> That's said, awesome. This is, I said, if you got to move fast... I said, at least the bag's full. You put it on your shoulders and boogie. Yeah. Um, yeah but yeah, it's a. Uh, so that's that's tonight's plan is to go through those because I mean, there's quite literally two five gallon buckets, and wow. it's the cast offs of what the family didn't want. Mm-hmm. But oddly enough, they had a doorstop, which a piece about yeah like that. It was petrified wood. Oh wow! I looked at it. I'm like, hello, new doorstop. <laughs> that's cool. I mean. But people overlook that. We live in an area here where if you feel like getting dirty, you walk down to the sawmill trail mm-hmm. and put on a pair of boots because the water's dirty. Probably gloves are not a bad idea if you got cuts on your hand. Yeah. But if you sift through things in there, you can find megalodon teeth. What? Oh, yeah. Especially, some... after, especially after a good rain. What? That's not even a mile away from where we are right now. It's also illegal. Um, um, yeah, well, okay. they, they prefer you don't do that stuff. Um, <laughs> Just a little asterisk at the bottom of that idea. But it's a seven-mile trail. <laughs> a lot of it's not patrolled. Um, I've seen entire families in the in the water. Yeah, and I think just, they're out there with dollar store um, colanders like, mm-hmm. sifting through stuff. And I, I think it's great. I mean, you can find you can find teeth on any beach here. Why is it? Frowned upon or illegal. Um, Those are very different things, but still. <laughs> I don't know about the sawmill itself. Hmm. Um, when you go to the beach, you're allowed to sift through the sand. Um, the sawmill, I never got a really good explanation about that. Hmm. Um, me, personally, there's the sewage treatment plant that dumps into that. Not, not the enough. water I'm going to go into and play. But then again, um, in my spare time, I magnet fish. Um, magnet fish. Yeah, you take a 
a magnet about that big and put it on a rope. Yeah. And you drop it in the water off of like piers and stuff. What? Yeah. It's wild. I I, <laughs> you, I haven't what? found anything really cool, but I mean, there's groups on Facebook about magnet fishing. These guys are like, they'll fill an entire table full of guns they found. I'm like, well, that must be like, that must be like the wild ass area of the world because it's not where I, of course, I haven't tried North Chuck yet. Yeah. Um, but he's got to pick the right bridge. Yeah. Pick the right bridge. But, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, in the back of my Nissan, right in the corner, there's the magnet and the rope and my pair of gloves. Oh my God. So if I have like a lunch where I need to kill an hour, I'm just looking for a pier or a piece of water that I can go drop it in, wheel it back up. You're the most creative person. Well, it's kind of funny because so part of what I do is take this stuff that I'm removing from houses and I try to recycle it. Like mm -hmm. yesterday, yeah, I went to the dump, but I recycled probably 200 pounds of cardboard. Um, we throw away too much. Yeah. And I hate it. I'm not usually a disposable person, except for those red solo cups. Love those things. Um, <laughs> but the, uh, the the fact is that we the the amount we put into dumps is just insane, and there's always a recycle point. Like even with the trash that's on a truck, there's four bags of clothes up front, and actually Goodwill got smart at the convenience center. They put two donation bins. Mm -hmm. I'm like. Good for you guys. A little forward thinking. Hey, there's people that are coming in here throwing away, but they might see that and say, next time I can make one-stop shop. Yeah. And But I try to either resell, recycle, or I have a desk I'm going to give away tonight because it's not quite good enough for resell, mm -hmm. but for somebody who needs it. Free so, desk. Free yeah, desk. I mean, it's in great shape except for one corner. I'm like, feel bad about that. But I might even add delivery for a six pack. You know, it's, um, and that's the other thing is people worry too much about paying for things. Yeah. You are a person who I know of many talents who can say, hey, you know, I, I can, I can contract a, a painting for this. I can do this. Let's work together. And unfortunately, most of my labor comes in as a trade off. But sometimes people will be like, hey, can you sell this for me? And mm -hmm. I'll be like, I can flip this on eBay. I can do this. I can do that. Um, there's a way, instead of just putting in that damn can and throwing it out, that you can get something, someone else gets something they want, although we collect way too much as humans. <laughs> it's like a never-ending cycle. It is. It's terrible. Like Even, okay, the simple thing. Your refrigerator, mm -hmm. the rot drawer. <laughs> you throw food in it, you forget about it. You're having a busy week. You know what? My I bought a, I quite literally got a full size refrigerator for my garage. Nice. And my rot drawers are that's beer drawer. Beer doesn't Perfect. go bad when it's cold. No. And so, yes, it's a pleasant surprise if I think, hey, what's in the drawer today? It's not the, oh my God, what's growing in there? Yeah, what did I forget about? <laughs> and I just, the Japanese are really good about that. They like built half depth refrigerators. So everything's faced in front and center mm -hmm. and you know exactly what's there. Or probably in the US we'd complain about it as being too small. Oh yeah. Um, but 
to me, you get a busy week. All of a sudden, you're booked five times, and your days turn into two-day runs. I didn't look at my refrigerator but four times this week. Um, and out of those four times in the garage refrigerator, twice, pulled the beer out, let's go for tennis, let's go. Quite literally dumped my stuff into the garage this morning, grabbed an ice pack, threw what was left of those beers, came over here after I loaded up the truck again. I mean... Love it. But life is, like I said, those distractions. Why? I mean, I don't watch television. I don't. Yeah, I, I, I don't know how you would have time to watch television. Okay, so my wife and I like to sit down in the evening when it, when it's all said and done, and we'll watch something. Whether it's we tried to watch a movie last night that didn't make it at, at twelve o'clock. I'm like, yeah, I'm out. <laughs> I'm good. Um, need to close the eyes and put the legs off the floor. Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes it's just watching Jeopardy. Just to like fill your head with like questions to make you think. Love Jeopardy. Um, we watch. We're not caught up, which is great because why would I be caught up? <laughs> <It's>, there's, <laughs> there's not enough time in a day as there is. So, um, but yeah, it's just something to tweak the brain a little bit, mm-hmm. and that's fine for me. Um, but yeah, I, I haven't seen a network television news production, and I'm gonna bet three years it's pretty solid it's not i mean people have to tell me at the brewery when the tvs aren't working because it's not my focal i just don't have the time for it that's a good point i don't think i've well also i feel like you're the only one that knows how to fix the tvs though right no ben does ben 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 does ben knows how to fix them all i muddle through um, <laughs> You're not the only one though, because I know there have been several times I've gone in there and the TV was. You managed to get it up on the projector though, so I got to give you kudos for that. Um, but I feel like I'm getting off subject on that point. The not watching a lot of TV thing, I totally 100%. I feel I only rewatch things that I've seen so many times that I don't actually have to watch it so that I can continue to work while that it's on. <laughs> like if it's a new show that's going to take away my attention, I'm like I don't have time. Nope. Yeah, and I'm not going to be invested because I'm going to be doing is thinking about what I need to get done. A lot of I, I like background noise. Yeah, whether it's music, whether it could be a movie. Um, the oddest one is the Inglorious Bastards. That's I've a great probably, one. I've probably listened to that 500 times. Not totally seen it. I mean, if I go in someplace and I don't want to give my real, real name, it's either um, Aldo Reigns. <laughs> Or Hugo Stiglitz, um, because they're stuck in my in the back of my mind. Like, and even the soundtrack to that, mm-hmm. when if you let the, I had it on DVD for a while, and I would let it play, and I'd be working selling on eBay, and just the soundtrack, I was like, I could walk into some place and recognize it. Damn. But to me, it's a good thing because it's it's background. Now, if I could learn a new language by doing that, maybe I'd be a little better off, you know? And, and that's one that's <laughs> one of those things, though. I mean, you know yourself, with every project you get into, there's certain things that take away and there's certain things that you can just have as a comfort zone. Mm-hmm. So trying to learn something in that, it might not quite work. Yeah. Um, I thought about those like dvds you play at night while you're sleeping my wife would shoot me she'd be like no 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 noise um but to me it would be okay if it ingrains in your subconscious Mm -hmm. 
maybe it'll stick. Does it actually work? I don't know. I, I'd, I'd be curious. I mm-hmm. mean, of course, I'm curious about... There's there's the entire... There's me in a nutshell. <laughs> I, am, I am curiosity <laughs> that killed the cat. Um, I will... I will volunteer for things because I think they're neat and I want to try them. Um, I will... We have a couple that comes in, Chris and Lauren, and they bought a house in King's Grant. And every time I talk to them, it's a new project. And it just wild stuff. Like, it's an older home, and mm-hmm. it's a good investment. But this week, they're trying to remove stumps on a, on a tree line that was more shrubs. And they called the call before you dig number. Yeah. And the guy came out and started laughing as he spray painting the marks. Because everywhere they wanted to do something, there's a line. And they're like, you sure you don't want to come out and run a stump grinder this week? And I'm like, that is one of the things on my list to do as like, you know, just try it, do it once. I said, but I have a busy Saturday. I said, good luck with your project. Don't use explosives. Um, Chris, <laughs> that one's for you. Um, <laughs> but the, the guy was just, he, he's painting the marks where... Their gas line went, and where the power lines were, and there's stumps every three foot. Oh. And I'm just like, once again, little forethought when you're planning stuff, and because we don't plan it for our enjoyment usually. I mean, it's for a future generation. Mm-hmm. But on the same line, um, yeah, when your gas line has roots wrapped around it because you planted shrubs all over the top of it it's kind of sick um you're, yeah. you're asking for problems that's a huge problem um <laughs> I, I i just looked at she showed me the pictures and i went oh my you just don't but these are the things you inherit you buy a house and you go this is great the person definitely did not call before they dug no no they they didn't i i figure they looked at it and went Hey, I can put eight inches of soil around this, and see, it's mistakes like that that always like. Richard just bought a house, and so he's going through the whole fun of learning how to be a homeowner, which is a whole other thing that people don't anticipate. Yep. Um, and so, after hearing all about his random things that he's encountered, dude, the other day I was gonna hang up a picture, and it was like relatively close and this may make me sound like a complete dumbass but that's fine it was like uh, where the thermostat was and I was going like almost right above it somewhere and I was like I swear to god if I put a nail into like an electrical outlet and it fucks my AC up I'm gonna die I'm like Richard is there any threat of me fucking up my AC he's like uh no you should be able to hang it wherever you want I'm like okay cool <laughs> there's no way I'm gonna be the dumbass that just kind of goes in and does it without even thinking because you fuck shit up so easily. And you don't even have to, like, try. Uh, unfortunately, especially in this area, we have some buildings that were built, like, mm, Chick-fil-A quick. Um, <laughs> they they seem to have, yeah, like, like that. They, they sprout from the ground. <laughs> you drive through Nexton right now. It's a great example. Oh, God. It came up out of nowhere. I, and every time I go there, like, it'll be three weeks. And... All of a sudden, there's trees going in apartment buildings. I'm like, y'all suck. Um, <laughs> this is wild. But thankfully, there's standards. So, yeah, hanging pictures. The best thing I say is get a stud finder. Dude, I hate my stud finder. You don't, you don't like it? No. 
No. I because I, I, it beeps sometimes, and then like, cool, there's a stud there, and then there's no stud there. Yeah. It's supposed to be 16 inches off center. See, there, I knew there was some math into it. Yeah. Ah. So usually I'll be like, okay, let's mark this one. Let's find the two around it. Let's see if somebody screwed up. And <laughs> could it be me? Yes, it's usually me. And you're right. They're not accurate. But, I mean, um, I watch people go, hey, I can hang anything anywhere. And I'm like, yeah, you can, but you might want to be a little more careful. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm a, I'm a I'm a grand user of the 80 pound anchors. What is that? They make these screw in plastic anchors, and quite literally they're threaded hard plastic. And oh yeah 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 when you put it in to, to, for the drywall yeah 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 yeah. And so if I need to hit more than a stud, I'm like okay, I can't find a stud here, but I'll throw this anchor in the wall. They used to be a, like a butterfly, mm-hmm. and they had but now they have these plastic ones. I've hung those big TVs off the wall. And I'm like, listen. I said, I found one stud. The rest of them are in anchors. I said, as long as you don't hang off your TV, you're probably good. Wow. And they're like, that's pretty brazen. I'm like, no. I said, I'm just going by manufacturer's rec- recommendations. It's all good. <laughs> I don't know. This is pretty ballsy, man. Well, you're going to hang up the mm-hmm. most important thing on the wall and just test out those anchors. That's why I think everybody should have a projector and a blank wall. Oh, yeah, that's true. And then you just, you put your projector where you want it. I mean, to me, it's, the TV is just like, hmm. I, I mean, at least I got s- smaller and thin and true easier to work with. But yeah, thank God I have two of those to get rid of yet today. Um, <laughs> what we all need to do is those 007 ones where the wall just kind of like opens up and then TV is there. That would be, uh, unfortunately, the framing to go around that would be just... Yeah awful right i was just thinking about, like dude the amount of like infrastructure you would have to build to make that a thing would be more annoying than just having a tv out they actually build them in the cabinets now that look like dressers oh and but, does it come up yeah it comes up out of the cabinet that's cool but now you think about it you have drawers this deep <laughs> <laughs> i'm like yeah that was that was a great idea what the do you, opposite what for you the put in there a pair of socks um <laughs> All right, so I have 30 drawers because each one only holds two shirts. <laughs> you do like uh, military rolling all of your clothes just oh so they Lord. fit. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> think about it. With the square footage we have normally, mm-hmm. everybody's looking to save space. Yeah. But those kind of ideas, I'm like, get rid of the TV. I mean, in reality, I could project it on the ceiling and be quite happy if I could relax two hours a day and probably still have my laptop out and be propped up and going because yeah. in the end it's an argument I have with my father well not an argument but anytime he gets psyched up about politics or anything else I'm like it's all your fault he's like what <laughs> I said it's your generation's fault I said y'all got hooked on TV I said if you stayed with the radio we'd have been fine I said but y'all got hooked on TV oh god and, it, and it, it it's a good comic relief for the conversation but it's also true. I mean, because they pass it on to our generation. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, yeah, we're going to watch the evening news and MASH and maybe Jeopardy. And and then, hey, the A-team comes on at 8. You better have your butt here. <laughs> we didn't record things. We oh, couldn't. Yeah. And, and, yeah, there was a point where it started to lose its flavor. Um, and ever since, 
I think I just tapered. It was a great down downgrade. I loved it because you find other things mm-hmm. and your time. It's a uh, I think it's Henry Rollins said. Yeah, there's no such thing with uh, about uh, as free time. It's all the time you have. And well, that's a, good. Bad paraphrase. Bad paraphrase. I'm sure, but it's absolutely true. Yeah. There's, I mean, even sports. I I know I have friends who Sunday afternoon they won't get away from the TV. And years ago, I used to be like, put it on a radio. Let's go out and throw horseshoes. Let's do this. And they're like, okay, you know, and begrudgingly, but I made it more of a social thing and more of a active thing. Mm-hmm. And now, I mean, yeah, I saw the Super Bowl this year, but it was a social thing. Mm-hmm. Bring some people over, have some food. Um, but yeah, I'm not tuning in every week for anything. It's yeah. Just, no. I feel that for sure. It definitely was what we were into as kids. Yeah. It was, it was just so easy. I mean, Saturday morning cartoons, whatever else. Yep. And it just, it was, and now this new generation, I mean, I, I I feel bad for them because, well, now they have it coming from all sides. Everywhere. It's it, it's on their phone. It's on your computer. Um, and School. This, this last year was all computer school. Um I hate Zoom Zoom meetings, by the way. They're the most ridiculous thing. You've done Zoom meetings? Oh, yes. Wow. No, they're terrible. I have never done one. Um, What was the Hollywood Squares? Yeah. Yeah, that's... I'm like, call me Paul Lind. We're going to have some fun. Um, (laughs) Because you people are ridiculous. I mean, I'm not a big fan of meetings in in general. I think most of it can be done in an email. Um, Granted, that's saying everybody has reading comprehension. I guess I shouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're not... <laughs> I, I grew up a little differently. In the Mennonite church, they had meetings on Sunday afternoon. It was great because there was food. And these people could there cook. There you go. They could cook like anybody's business. But the, the biggest gist I got was this meeting just set up the next meeting. That, because okay. they already built the agenda for the next meeting. And I'm like... This seems like a bad loop, real bad loop. And I see it, I saw it in corporate America. I see it in everything. And it's kind of funny because as a, as the brewery goes, we do not, it's, yes, we try to do it once a month. It's good to a question and answer session, mm-hmm. which is great because it's usually 45 minutes in and out. If you don't feel good about it, you got other people to ask. Um, the other company I work for every Friday morning is a Zoom meeting. Oh, I did it while wow. I did it while cleaning out the house yesterday morning, which was great. So I just set the phone down and I could listen, but I'm like, y'all can look at the ceiling because I don't care. <laughs> um, it's just um, there's I've done them in in my car going down to Savannah. Just set the phone up on the dash. I'm like, yeah, I might lose y'all. Don't care. You know, it, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. This is this is 7:45 on a Friday morning. Um, if you had something important, you would have sent it in an email. Well, you would have texted me. You would have sent it in an email. Might have picked up the phone. Don't do that, though. Cause... <laughs> God, you know, just send a text. Text is a fast email. Text is very rudimentary. It, it sucks because there's no emotion. But in the end, even my voicemail says, hey, if it's important and I don't respond in an hour, send a text. You'll get my attention. <laughs> um, and it's true. <laughs> Because, like I said, when we sat down, my volume's off. Mm-hmm. I prefer it that way. 
it sucks some days when I'm expecting something, but I don't pay attention to it. We have m multiple calls about my car warranty every day. Um, mm -hmm. I, so why am I going to answer my phone? Unless I know your name. I see your name pop up. I assume it's important. Um, it's not like we, back in the day, we're tied to that house phone. Hey, what's going on tonight? Um, yeah, we don't have to do that anymore. No, I mean... I can send you a picture of where I'm at. I almost sent you a picture of the truck on my way here just for fun. Because <laughs> I'm like, like, yeah, I'm bringing the whole house. Um, it is, but part of that is the world we live in, everyone wants to absorb information instantly, and it doesn't matter whether it's correct or not. That's actually, I think, is the biggest problem, is that most of us don't even consider if it's wrong or correct. We just take it for what it is and move on. And... Like, I love the whisper down the lane aspect hmm. because someone will get a piece of information off the internet oh, yeah. and then they'll share it, but it's three quarters of what they actually read. It's not the whole thing or what they heard. And they, and all of a sudden there's a meme about it's something totally six steps removed. And I, <laughs> I just don't understand. To me, if I share information with people... It's like, hey, I saw this article. Let me find it for you. Mm -hmm. Because I want you to... I'd much rather have your input and your response than... My opinion is exactly what it is. It's my opinion. Um, it's a great thing to share once in a while. But normally, in fact-gathering, it's not so good. <laughs> no. <laughs> doesn't uh, doesn't hold much weight there. No. Unfortunately. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I totally get that though it's obviously something that I've rented about before it's, I've done my own disservice of not double checking where information has come from so now I'm definitely the same way if I read something I will send the article and I know they're like hey what do you think about this or I'm like am I reading this right or if I know it's easy enough to follow and I've just done my own like back search then sometimes I'll just send the article and just be like what the fuck <laughs> and, and that to me is a great way to do it because we all look at things differently it's just my god i'm back behind the bar it's the same <laughs> feel i get when people are asking about beer you can ask four different people what they put on a pizza and you're gonna get four different answers mm -hmm. our taste buds are different our our eyes absorb things differently our ears pick things differently and reading well yeah um my infamous sign from last night i misspelled ransom um, I put an E on the end. I did it with eight people at the bar. Um, I asked one guy to take a look. Said, That's funny. Put it out. Never thought about checking the spelling. Didn't care. At the end of the night, I had to answer some messages about it. And Sharon asked, I was like, it's been annoying me. I'm like, Sharon, ask for a rag. Erase the E, please. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. Um, if it bothers you, fix it. Yes. I mean, I'm, I'm all up for correction. Yes, it was a mistake. Um, but... As I told Aaron Jolly, just like the rest of my life, by the seat of my pants <laughs> and whatever I can do in the moment <laughs> to make it better, that's what we did. And one of the customers actually asked last night, they're like, were you the one to answer the phone when my husband called? I said, ma'am. And they were outside. I said, they give me crayons. I'm not allowed to answer the phone. <laughs> I'm definitely going to get like a box of crayons and bring it in now. You just carry on like they gave these to me when I opened up. Yeah. 
<laughs> you need a message? I can write it for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I don't have any paper. They only gave me crayons. Yeah, they said the paper <laughs> might give me cuts. <laughs> I'm bad enough oh, in class. Don't God. give me paper. That's so funny. Oh, man. What were we talking? Oh, we were talking about the whole TV thing. Oh, sweet Lord. I mean, I, I, I've enjoyed the last year of listening to people complain about different input from different stations mm-hmm. because like that's not what i heard that's not what i and i'm like okay um so i'm in the car a lot and i'll listen to anything from npr to the conservative radio station because well yeah at the top of the hour i got this blurb that sounds a little fishy um let's see what somebody else says probably right in the middle i'm gonna find the truth mm-hmm. and that it's every day. And unfortunately, we all have to... That's why you can't argue on the internet. It's like, no, no, I'm not going to do this. I, I'm seeing it from one perspective. And maybe I'll get another one. And all I can offer is how I'm visualizing it. And the problem with the news and with television is... People get locked in. I've been in houses where people have Fox News or CNN on 24-7. Good Lord. And I'm just like... This is not my background noise. Um, I can't. I feel like you'd just be stressed all the time. Well, and I think it. I think it adds to it. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think it adds to the stress of everyone. I think people are overeat and get crazy because they just inundate themselves with the talking heads. I mean, oddly enough, one of my favorite songs growing up, "Dirty Laundry" by Don Henley. Hmm, I don't know if I know that. Gotta look up the video. Okay. Because it's all about the talking heads on the screen. Oh, that was perfect, man. And, but it's, that was 83. We're at 2020. It hasn't changed. Never changing. It's, it's, it's at a point of, why haven't we picked this up? Oh, God. That's, I don't know, man. That's too, too wide of a question, don't you think? What if we just all, I got nothing because of smartphones. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, we have more power in our pocket than people that put a moon landing together. Um, I don't see. Yeah, I don't think it's going to go away. I guess is what I was stumbling from. It's it's so challenging. The only way we're going to get out of the the loop of the television and all that stuff is just shut off. Yeah, or we all just come to a, like a mutual point of. Just like not doing this anymore, that kind of thing. Absolutely, yeah. I'm. Maybe the Amish had it right. Do your thing. Stay away from it. I wonder if we're going to go two very strong uh, directions. We're going to have the people who want to like stay connected, and we'll have to go through and. Oh, thank you. And then uh, we'll have the other people who just want to go like live in the woods. I'm sure we already have that percentage. Two, I mean, yeah, two. And I was like, what the fuck was that? Oh, thank you. I wouldn't say that's true, but I want to see it almost like a, like a fiction novel. Let me see, like the crazy cities that are like super, like intense, like almost like the old Star Wars art. So you had like the futuristic industrial like towns and cities and whatnot, and then like immediately on the outskirts, the wasteland. Like, yeah, a huge ridiculous forest or something, and then you just have like tree people. <laughs> <laughs> and then you have like the city people and you just make your choice I'm, I'm coming back around as an Ewok it's all good 
I know. <laughs> For me, I don't even know which one I would want. I'm so inundated with the whole, like, especially doing media and stuff for Oak Road. It's just, I am just all into, like, the computers and posting on the internet. And now it's weird because I don't like doing it for myself. And it's weird that I do that now for, like, businesses and stuff. And I'll agree with that. I, I think I post more for the businesses I work for and my friends than I do for myself. Mm-hmm. I mean... Instagram's a little different story. I love love to post pictures of where I'm at and what I see, which is sometimes not what everybody wants to see. Oddly enough, that's one of my pets. Um, I'm a on Google Maps. I'm actually a local guide. Oh, wow! I've got 9.2 million views on my photos. What? Uh, But I take pictures of things when I go to them if I enjoy them. For the traveler in me, mm-hmm. I appreciate a little heads up. Let's wow. see what's let's see what's going on. So you just post things on Google? Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, um, I've never done that. It's odd. I signed up for it when I first moved here, hmm. and thankfully I ditched the nine to five and went with somebody that just used me on a contract basis. But they put me in places like the Dome House on Sullivan's. I've never heard of it. It was a concrete dome. Right what? on the beach. It looks like something out of Star Wars, actually. Oh, shit. Um, it, it was one of our cabinet projects. There's, um, you know where the Windjammer is on Isle of Palms? Yeah. There's two houses down towards the southern end of the island. Right next to the Windjammer is like a condo. The next two houses, it's the Banana House and the Flamingo House. <laughs> well, one's yellow and one's pink. Okay. But they're themed Wyndham Rentals. And they're high-end Wyndham Rentals. What does that mean? Uh, Wyndham is a hotel company. Okay. And these things are probably eight bedrooms a piece. Oh, with wow. With ground pull out back between you and the beach. And one of those was our project. So That sounds awesome. Posting, posting sunrises from recognizable positions for people trying to vacation. Um, to me, that was just part of the job. But I was there and I enjoyed it. And I started out doing that. And then... I'm one of those sick people that gets a beer and some food and goes, yep, this is good. <laughs> but but if it's good, I'm posting it. If it's bad, I learned my lesson a while back about posting honest things that are bad, that people get up in arms. Hmm. They're like, well, you should have come to me instead of posting this. I'm like, it was neutral. It was, I hope you get better. I hope to see more people. And well, one of them actually followed me back to the brewery. Um, wow! And I was like, "Tell you what, I'm going to do. I'm going to remove it, but my foot will never cross that threshold again." That's intense. It it happens, and it's funny because, well, that business is no longer, um, and <laughs> and my my hopes for them to improve did not come to fruition. Hmm. But they took it to a different level and I was like okay lesson learned um I will I'll post the bright and frilly pink unicorns um (laughs) but I won't if it's bad maybe I'll send you a personal message and say listen I can do this but here's your chance to improve Mm -hmm. Um, the the entire Yelp thing where my food was cold blah 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 seriously be an adult yeah, that's a good point. Just go up and say, hey, this sucked. Um, 
we're going to get a better response even if you do that versus well, yeah, posing it blindly. Because it's these, like kind of a coward's way out. Some of these people with the Yelp reviews, yeah. well, some of the businesses have gotten as good as corporations at, at, at their retorts. <laughs> and, and it's great to watch. But for the person that posted it, you got to feel like a moron. Yeah. Like, why didn't I just say, hey, I mean, I've had some bad service here in the area. I'm I'm more than welcome to talk to them and go, hey, listen, come here. Let's try to I'm just give me a little heads up. Doesn't affect anything we've done. Next time, hopefully it's better. Yeah. And that's the only way businesses survive if they get a chance to improve. That's a really good point. I definitely don't do anything that does that. I just don't go back. <laughs> but I give it more than one shot. At least I do that much. Absolutely. Because yeah, everyone could have a bad day. The greatest example in this area is the breweries. Mm-hmm. I love beer. I mean, I like to drink beer, and I like to have a good time. And if I go to a brewery in, when, in their first six months, and it's not quite what I want, I'm going to take six months off, and I'm going to go back. Mm-hmm. Because... It's a process. It's an improvement. And everybody, from a standpoint of expansion, from the garage brewing up, it's not absolute perfection every time. Oh, no. There's, there's hits and misses. And the greatest example, I love Low Tide. Mm-hmm. I was there their opening weekend, and I was like, okay, guys, I'll be back, but I'm going to give you a little time. Wow. It was a great vibe. It was fun. Did not enjoy the beer. But since then, found their point. They're good. Mm-hmm. Granted, suing Tideland is not the thing that I'm kind of... What? <laughs> oh, yeah. Tideland had opened where the old Holy City was. Didn't even know about that. Yeah, they just opened within the past couple of weeks. I haven't been. So it's a new brewery. It is a new brewery, but I think there's some uh, some old names in it. Hmm. Um because there was Twisted Cypress down in West Ashley. Okay, that's not a thing anymore? No, they're not there. Oh, okay. Um, I think some of the people from there are in the new one. Like I said, haven't been there. I've heard good things. Oh. Um, I heard they kind of spruced up the the old Holy City building, made it a little better. Dude, I honestly um, thought Holy City was staying at two locations. Um, I would have thought it, it would have been possible South Carolina laws are... Oh, okay. Fair enough. Interesting. Anyway, so Tideland? It's Tideland Brewing, yeah. Okay. Um, And apparently Low Tide took exception to it. Hmm. And there's a lawsuit in the works. That's interesting. And I read it and I went, yeah, this is why I have lawyers as friends and I'm not going to offend them, but seriously, guys. um, (laughs) (laughs) I wonder if it's a good marketing pull for both. It might be. Um, it sucks because one is established, one is opening. Yeah. But they're, what, 17 miles apart. The names are two syllables and one each has tied, one at the front, one at the back. Come on. Um, yeah, I thought... Because in that, on that note, and it's kind of funny, the discussion we had last night. Okay, so who's calling after Holy City Brewing? Because who was the first person in the area to use Holy City as their... Tag name. I mean, there's Holy City everything. Yeah, everywhere. Yeah, so... Um, I was like, dude, you can't ask me to pinpoint that. No, no, absolutely not. <laughs> like, what? 
I'm like, yeah, that the, the numbers are already in the hundreds, and that's just a quick count. Um, I know. Like, oh, that's like one of the most popular phrases around here. Yeah, but like I said, from a an adventurer aspect, and being a person that wants to go out and be social, even with COVID, I want to be there, but sometimes I can't deal with the crowd. Mm-hmm. Um, but sharing your experience with somebody to me is kind of. I mean, I remember the days of having a paper map and going, here's where I'm going. Yeah. I have no idea. Yeah, this this dot on the map says four stars. That <laughs> could be a problem. <laughs> oh, I love that. I was a courier for a law firm for a while before um, the smartphone GPS was a thing. So I remember it was a big investment to get my own little, like, Tom Tom or Garmin. I don't oh, remember yeah. which one I had. Um because before that, it was all like MapQuest. And granted, it was still the internet, right? But you're still navigating by looking at a piece of paper and oh, like yeah. looking at your surroundings. And I used to get infuriated <laughs> because you don't have pictures of the front of the building. You don't really see those unless you're doing a deep dive or like you're lucky the website just had something like there. And you would just see these signs, and there's, like, fucking bushes grown all over the sign. You can't even see it. Like, the parking lot is behind, like, another gigantic building, so you can't see that either. And, like, there are no instructions for this. I'm like, I would just, I could feel my anxiety <laughs> reaching the closer I got to the town that I had to deliver something in. I'm like, oh, God, I swear to God, this fucking shit is just, like, blocked or covered. And, like, is it on the left or the right? I don't know anything. And it's so much better now. And you're, like... Part of the reason where it was so much better as the internet grew because there were many pictures that I could see from the outside of the Absolutely. building. Yeah, <laughs> that's it's one of the things. Even if somebody messages me for a job, I will go and look for street view, hmm. so I can look at the house and you can tell certain things, like if the yard is overgrown and. You, you can see things in the windows stacked up against oh, like, God. Oh, I'm in for fun. <laughs> Definitely need to take a look at this one. Um, but on the same line, it's also dated. Mm-hmm. So it's not, there's, I think 2017 to 2019 right now is your base date for the internet pictures for Google maps. Okay. There's some 2020, so they're rotating. I mean, I give them credit for keeping that up. But, yeah, um, I still have a paper, uh, 50-state spiral ring map in the truck. Oh, wow, yeah. Um, Because, well, welcome to South Carolina. There's dirt roads here. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Like 30% of the roads. I did, when I first got here, I did insurance work, going and taking pictures of wrecks that were at a body shop. Mm -hmm. So the insurance company could process and they'd send me to places like out and cross and all over the place and i'd be like you know i got no phone signal after like five miles getting close to it i said the fact that i can find these places and and it was funny because i'd show up and some of these people are like where are you all from i'm like "Ah, i'm from the insurance company i said you know i'm just here to take pictures um uh and they're like, oh, we didn't see anybody on this road in two days. I'm like, yeah, thanks. <laughs> At least I found you. But that's one of the reasons why I have the paper map was I wanted at least a way out. Yeah, that's a good answer. A way out there if I found my way in that I could. But 
yeah, yeah. South Carolina's got some of the best dirt roads of... Uh, <laughs> you, you could make horror movies here in a heartbeat. I know. I'm surprised I mean, many aren't filmed here. Yeah, I, I just go up around Bono and Cross. There's some places up there. I'm like doing 10 mile an hour, just creeping, looking, going, just waiting for something to jump out because you know it's coming. You, oh, you dude. just feel it. But there's a... Uh, that's that's one of the reasons I keep the paper map. I'm like, that's it. And they're still producing them. I think mine's a 2019. Yeah, I think Richard has all new updated maps too. He gets all super excited about it. Mm. When I was in Colorado, same way though. That was early 90s. It was best to have the paper. The technology was just really starting. Right. And I was like, I'll find my way. Get out the map. Try to remember the directions. I still remember driving early 2000s, driving down into the Baltimore area with my laptop open with screenshots on my laptop <laughs> of specific points on the map that I thought were going to be a problem. Oh, my God. And Just keeping going, an eye out. <laughs> I'm like, I'm getting to this five-mile point. This sucks. I'm driving in the middle of the night, and it's snowing. Great. My laptop's still there. I'm like, let's go, buddy. Damn. Um, yeah, I mean, that's just like taking pictures as you come in and go out. It's one of those things that you use. And even with your artwork, you take every angle. If you're going to do... That's true, I do. I have and, like 20 pictures of yeah, the same because reference. Because you're trying to make sure that the details are there. Yeah. And I have a friend who's an artist up north, and he, I will send him photos of things. With the thought in mind that if you want this, I will put five different angles on it <laughs> because I know where you're coming from. I know what details you want, and it's the same. But if you apply that everywhere, it's awesome. It's like hmm. you, you cover more bases. That's and, a good point. Well, I mean, like I said, first thing on that call, I get the message. I'm like, let's look this place up because I know I'm going to get it. I, I could be in no man's land and still see i mean i've seen i've gotten pictures of houses with eight foot lawns what yeah they're, they're just like the this the forest has grown up and i'm like you sure you don't want me to come out with a backhoe and just knock this thing down wow you know, um that's a moss that's taller than i don't think i've ever been in like grass taller than me well it's grass kind of and shrubs and trees and Ugh. yeah it's never Never there's, just like a weed field. <laughs> there's, a, there's a couple places around here, even just down on the western side of the town, like when you get out off of Central, mm -hmm. that they're so secluded that these people like put gardens in their front lawn with trees and paths, and I'm like, this is wild and cool, but when you want to sell this, does that work? Hmm. I mean, I'm all for not taking care of a lawn. I hate lawns. Um, <laughs> Okay. There's one of those. It, it almost goes back to the healthcare thing. Your HOA or your town mm. government says keep your lawn down. Um, Why? Yeah, um, we're you got two hours a week wrapped up into. That's why people make money at it because who wants to do that? What? Why invest the time? Yeah. I mean, I told my wife to let the mint grow all over the place and just kind of. Oh, it does too. Well, it's soft, fuzzy leaves. I mean, it, it smells good when you cut it. Um, Hell yeah. 
But yeah, it's a the first person that came out with the grass for a putting green should have found a way to just mass market that sucker, keep it nice and tight and low. (laughs) Here's your lawn. It's not quite AstroTurf, but you do have to mow it once every four weeks. Um, Yeah, that's a deal. Yeah. People would do that. I mean, in a heartbeat. If it looked that way, heck yeah. And that's, but we get things like, and I'm looking out in the parking lot here, I'm like, we get things like cars that get 40 miles to the gallon now, but not really. Um, right. Yeah, we're, we're still struggling with it. That's why I'm, I follow things on the net. Um, Elon Musk is entertaining as hell. Oh, yeah, he is. He's but like he, one of the funniest dudes that's like equally as smart. Also scary. Yeah. Uh, the, the article I read okay, this week was, <laughs> uh, they, they think they have the technology to build a Jurassic Park. Oh, shit. I'm like, three movies later, you really want to tell people this? Um, <laughs> We're obviously going to want it. Well, I want it. Yeah, like, I mean. Sign can, me up. Can we build it on Long Island? Um, <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's make it count. Let's have some good time. Um, yeah, on the East Coast. I like that. It's winter time. It'll slow down a little bit. You can control it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm just like. But. That's the kind of wild and wild and innovation, wild and innovative ideas we need, mm-hmm. and there's not enough of that. I don't. I mean, obviously, we all got to make a living, and we all got to have a way to do that. But to the person out there that's like figuring out how I'm not going to have to drive and I can just step on a pad and teleport myself to the next place, thank you, thank you very much. Um, Seriously, this is the kind of stuff. I mean. We all wanted flying cars by now. We're lucky we have like, well, no, we have people that wear masks while driving. So <laughs> I know as we make more people, we get more smarts, but we get more dumbs. Yeah, there's 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 a definite dilution somewhere. Um, that it makes sense though. With that's that's a dark path we're walking down. I know. <laughs> I don't know where I'm, what I'm about to say, or which direction it goes. But as we get better at making things easier and more comfortable it means that we don't have to try as hard to survive. You're right. And actually, it was really funny because we had a little a little delve into that last night. We were talking about air conditioning in vehicles. Yeah. I love my truck. My truck does everything that I needed to do. Air conditioning is my last concern. Same. I mean, but quite literally, I'm, I was back to the old way today. Changed my shirt in the parking lot, threw the wet one over the steering wheel, <laughs> and... I'm fresh, I'm happy, fresh hat, not any, uh, I feel good, I had my mind together. The air conditioning is not a necessity. Mm-hmm. We can get around it, but you're convinced by everything else that you need it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I love ceiling fans. Those will do the trick 90% of the time. Like, old technology still does the work. Yep. Um, can we concentrate on something else you know but your point about comfort and making yeah darwin went out the window years ago dude seriously we let everything survive we we really do Mm -hmm. we make it and i don't i don't see that changing nah i mean country by country there's different standards but in this country if you make it easier on somebody i mean what was the last thing that i don't own oh an air fryer (laughs) 
Um, they're probably great. And my brother is one of these. He's a single guy. He's got two kids. He's always on. The man runs. He he makes Aaron and Brian look sane. Oh shit! Yeah, like he runs like a crazy man. But he does the meal prep, oh. and he goes old school sometimes. He'll smoke like buckets of meat. Damn. But he was also the. I actually gave him a pressure cookie because he requested it, so he could make meals and put them in the fridge for his kids. And he's always on that side of technology going, hey, man, I just made this and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, that's insane. I really love you for it, but I'm not buying one. Um, Uh, Dude, we literally talked about making fish the other night in an air fryer, but we don't have one. Yeah, it's not a priority. Yeah, yeah, definitely not either. I have an instant pot that was given to me, but... Yeah, and see, if someone gave one to me, I'd tinker with it. Yeah. I mean, I still like my crock pot. Because I can throw things in it, and 24 hours later, I have a meal. Um, I always sleep on the crock pot. Ah, make mistakes here. <laughs> I forgot how good it is, man. You can make barbecue in a fat sack. Well, you can slow cook. Slow cook, yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, the end of it is, I'm back to foraging. I would much rather just slap some peanut butter on a little piece of a tortilla. Mm-hmm. Maybe some honey. I'm good to go. Mm. Frozen waffles are my downfall. Um, right, wait. You like them frozen? Well, I like them frozen so I can just pop them in a toaster. Okay, um, I thought you meant like you like to eat it frozen. Oh, no, only with ice cream. Okay. <laughs> oh, plot twist. That's a unique idea, too. Yeah, I mean, everybody's like, I want my waffle hot with the ice cream. I'm like, I don't care. Just give me, it's all cold. <laughs> I know these waffles weren't fresh made. Come on. It's got a bit um, of a crunch to it. Yeah, well, I mean, it's only water. Yeah, there you go. i got to drink it sometime today. Uh, <laughs> Uh, it's in your beer somewhere yeah well I mean what was that quote I posted the other day give me a woman who loves beer and I will conquer the world I'm like yeah yeah that sounds legit I'm gonna let it rip oh Um, yeah (laughs) I'm like Kaiser Kaiser Wilhelm had something here maybe he was right um (laughs) ah yeah yeah that's a uh, I mean to me, that's pretty much my intake for liquids is water, beer, and whatever I mix with my vodka. Um, there you go. Coffee's been dialed back a little bit here lately. Not the necessity it once was. I read somewhere that if you drink two two glasses of cold water in the morning, it's as good. And I like the flavor of coffee, but it's just not yeah not as much of a priority anymore. I always have like a snack or I'm sipping on something while I work. Mm-hmm. In fact, it's like a problem. Like if I sit down, I'm like, oh, I don't have anything to like occasionally do. Yeah, because then you'd have to get back up again. So yeah, yeah. So for that sake alone, I'll still chug like a glass of water to start off with the day. But I will literally drink an entire pot of coffee. Uh, I'm waiting till my wife's Keurig dies and then the pot goes back in because I have it sitting on top of the ca- kitchen cabinet. Nice. Just waiting as the replacement. And I'm like, yeah, it'll be back to pot of coffee day. Yeah, I feel it coming. Mm-hmm. Home, especially when you work around the house. Yeah, it's so easy. Because I'm like, uh, I'm the guy who walks into a, a gas station or a truck stop and I see that pot that's been sitting there for a couple hours. I'm like, yeah, that's weathered enough. Let's pour that in. Um, <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll make good use of this stuff. It'll keep me awake for the next three hours. Um, Hell yeah, man. I'll even put that shit right back in the fridge. Oh, Absolutely. Cold coffee? Deal. I have 
I've lost cups in jobs this week. <laughs> what? Like, been walking, talking to coworkers, and I'm like, lost my coffee. I'll find it later. <laughs> Three hours later, ah, coffee. <laughs> and people are like, that's sick. I'm like, no. I said, it's still the same thing. I said, temperature dropped. Who cares? Yeah. Like, if your glass of water, you said on the table, you lost it, went on the phone where it came back, you'd still drink it? Absolutely. Same thing? Yeah. I mean... It, it was mine. I bought it for a reason. I'm going to consume it. <laughs> and I like to consume. No waste. No, definitely not. I mean, heck, I throw trash in that cup to compact it then. So when I get rid of it, it's all in a nice little package. Um, <laughs> it's 100% trash. <laughs> there's there's no there's no doubt about what's in here. There's probably a banana peel and something else. But, I mean, no. Yeah, the coffee thing. It's bad because working next to a coffee roaster, I get the smell every so often, and I'm just like, "Yeah." Richard has treated me well on that once or twice. He's like, "I've got something to work with you," and I'm like, "Okay, cool." Um, it's a uh, still, still one of those things. When I have a morning to collect thoughts, yes, that's the first thing. Something about the aroma, something about how it mm-hmm. hits the stomach, and. This morning I had a cup before I went, and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to regenerate and do this. And here I am, four and a half hours, five hours later, two truckloads gone, and uh, two to go, two to go. Damn. Life is crazy. Two more truckloads? Yeah, well, I got this one to get rid of. I go back, there's a doghouse, entertainment. Yeah, there's there's the epitome of... Our society. We went from entertainment centers mm-hmm. to, do I have a spot on the wall for this? Can I find a Ooh. way to... And what did, we, what did we add in that took up that space? I mean, I have bookcases. Yeah, I guess video game systems? Yeah. Or is it just the phone? Is it just the fact that we don't... Oh, I see what you're saying. I mean, because, well, I don't really need a sound system anymore. Nah. Of course, I'll be playing a couple of those this evening. Um, yeah. Good vintage sound systems, still worth money. Um, I agree with that. Yeah. I've got a pair of Jensen speakers and, oh, what the heck was it? Two, there's two tuners I got to test out, plus a reel-to-reel. Damn. Yeah, it's <laughs> a... Uh, You'd be lounged back in your chair. I have a table of electronics. Yes, yes. <laughs> I'm like, I set it up this morning when I took the load back, and I'm like, there's the office chair. The refrigerator's right there. Um, got a power supply. Going to tinker a little bit. I've already got buyers for the tuners, so. Damn, dude. Well, it's a beautiful thing about working with the public. You talk to people, and are like, hey, I'm looking for this. And I'm like. I'll put it on the list. I have this like mental file system. You ever see Dreamcatcher? Mm-mm. Stephen King book. I think I may have it. Um, the movie was a little wild. Uh, not, not total B movie, but definitely not on the A side of the screen. But the one of the guys getting chased, he's always looking through his file system, and it shows him in his head a warehouse. Hmm. And he's like, it's this circular library of files and I feel like that on any given day I'm like please hold let me file and but dealing with the customers of the brewery versus everything else there's always somebody going hey 
I want X. Let me know when you find it. I can find it usually. <laughs> it may not be this year, but I'll find it. Um, Just like five years later, that file dings like, oh, wait a second. That's good memory. Well, it, it helps. I mean, one, I go back to what I started with. I hate throwing things away. Mm-hmm. I'd much rather find it a new home. And two, um, if I can make some profit at it, yeah, let's do it. Even better. Yeah. Dude, it's about that time. Good deal. And I love that was, it. That was probably one of the easiest. This was more of a conversation than any, like, I mean, one, we were due to sit down and have a beer. And two, yeah. um, I was due for lunch break, so this was like the perfect time. <laughs> I can go, I can oh, go back it. and kick some tail. You can go back to little editing, whatever else you got to do. Yeah. And we'll, That's uh, spot on. <laughs> That's exactly I'm like, what I'm doing. I was like, yeah, this is we couldn't have timed this better. You said 12. I'm like, I looked at the GPS on my way here. Mm-hmm. And the first time it said 1220, I'm like, I am at Central and freaking Orangeburg. There yeah, is no, no way. way. Well, I didn't realize there was an oversized truck in front of me with like an earth moving machine. Oh. And I think he had an escort. Oh. So G- whatever was going on with the GPS, I'm like, Ha ha, that's funny. <laughs> now it's seven minutes. Yeah, I'll be there. Don't worry about it. Like, Weird. Yeah, well, I I mean, that might be the glitch in the technology matrix. Paper uh, wouldn't do that. No, no. Paper would have said, hey, I've got five miles. How fast can you drive it? Yeah, um, I know. <laughs> oh, that's excellent. Look, yeah, well, I'm glad you had a good time. Oh, good deal. I loved all of this because it was... It definitely highlighted how creative and thinking you are and how it you don't have to take, like, a basic thing. You can just do anything, like, I don't know. you got to have, like, different perspectives. I'm muddling up. We went through a lot of shit today. We did. Yeah. Uh, but, but it was good give and take. And you have a way, and it, it's kind of funny when you come into the brewery and you're looking for a different photo or, and it's the same thing as yesterday when you said, I just need a picture of you serving it to me. Mm-hmm. And you're like, hold, hold, hold. And I'm like, yeah, I'm good with this. <laughs> I, because I, I, I like the creative side of it. It's not where I flourish. Mm. On your side of the desk, but on the same line, I have no problem seeing it. I'm going to help. I have fun. Yeah. So that's kind of why when you ask, I'm like, heck yeah, let's do this. You'd be good for like solving like... Wh- unusual like problems like because you just think things in a different way and that's really cool like especially like for us to like try and do because it's something that we can try and do trying to come up with a different perspective or thinking about something a different way or whatever and it's neat that you just have like a really uncanny ability just to go ahead and that's just who you are you're just going that route anyway yeah, I, I used the term the term redneck MacGyver the other day love it um we had a, a chain on the toilet flapper broke on a Friday night and I said to Ben, I said, he got a Lowe's mission tomorrow morning. He goes, what? I go, I'll fix it for tonight. I said, it ain't going to last. I went in the cash register, grabbed a paper clip. Yep, that's what I was thinking. There, <laughs> twisted it together. I'm like, you hold till the end of the night. That's what I'm telling you right now. <laughs> Love it, dude. Well, I mean, on the fly. you have, If you can't react to what's thrown at you, there's where you, I mean. Take Survival it your, instinct. Take, take it at your pace, but. You, you got to make decisions. You got to let it run. Mm-hmm. Just roll with it.
Love it. I like I like the let's roll with it thing. That that's a good way to end this. Hell yeah, dude! Thank you for thank coming you. on, everyone. Thank, thank you, thank you for uh, listening and watching, and I'll see you guys later. Cause you suck, Jimmy.